you read the book of Genesis quickly? Thank you. 
It's very important to notice <laughs> that the book of Genesis and the book of Revelation are the most important book in the, in the hands of the Lord. That's why he did not give it to anyone. He did not release it to the theologians, the scholars and so forth. He released it to his prophets because it is his word. The devil hates those two books a lot. Because if they are close to you, the Bible is just a history book. Amen. And then they have a very serious symbolism. Amen. So um, you need to understand how God speaks symbolically. So that you can be able to share in these books. So it's very, very important that regardless of how they speak against the message. It's nothing else that can tell you the scripture and open it so that your heart can be charged. The problem is all these years people join the message like they joined any other church. And even now most people are just in here religiously nothing better than the message. But I tell you once you tap into that rest and you entered into Christ, it changes. 
everything changes. So that's what we're trying to do now. We're trying to draw you to where he is. Because the message must direct you to where Christ is found and how he is found. Amen. Hallelujah. It must it must reveal to you the place of worship. And it cannot be a church. Even if I had a church, it wouldn't be that place. It must reveal you the provided way of worship. Amen. Hallelujah. That's what the message does. I love the message more than before. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessed be Solomon. It stands out. The message stands out. Especially when you read this chapter that I read about. Amen. Amen. There is no way. It's quite impossible. That you can get the access. To these things. Without the right door. That has been provided in this age. Mind you, the door is still Christ. Can I repeat it? <laughs> just to just because you can read the Bible. That's not mean the door is open. Even if you can claim to be a born again. It does not mean the door is open. Think about Judas who walked closely and was a treasure in the in the church, in the congregation of the Lord Jesus. He did not have the access in the door. Amen. Hallelujah. That's terrible. Amen. Hallelujah. The book of Genesis chapter 3, let's start from verse 1. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. Amen. Hallelujah. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of the tree of every tree of the garden? If you look at the question, and you take all the books that the Jehovah Witnesses are printing, you will realize this is the frame of questions they have in the books. The title of their book has these questions. You can go already. This Murula Kua. the Watchtower. I just want to show you that the devil has got his print in many things. But then, because he comes with the scripture, then you don't realize. That's how he deceives people. So if you want to take any Watchtower book or any Jehovah's Witnesses book, we know they are not Jehovah's Witnesses. 
you will see this type of a question. When uh, the uh, faithful witness was here of the Watchtower group, I showed him this thing. And also I challenged him that, that the devil does not heal. Because if he heals, then he So the devil is not a creature. He's a creature. And a fallen creature. You see, you are better than the devil because if you fall, you can stand up. But the devil has no chance to come up. You understand that? So therefore they printed another book that agrees with the Bible. Amen. Hallelujah. So it, it was a vista. It's not, it's, it's not a hidden thing. Yeah. It's not a hidden thing. Even the at least I went to speak to the to the faithful whatever. The one who eats the communion. Yeah. <laughs> so yes I spoke to, 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 the, to the to the witness, to the faithful witness. The one who eats communion. The rest are not eat communion. They are not with. I told him that you are not eating communion too. Because you just ate breakfast. <laughs> <coughs> the Lord help us. Amen. Now, I was just giving you the in, the, the printing of of, 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 of of the enemy there. You realize it's going to go to Jesus Christ and then if thou be the son of God, why don't you? That's the devil. Yes. So therefore, you can understand the inspiration upon the Watchtower group. It comes from the pit of hell. How wonderful. Amen. Chapter 2, verse 2. Chapter 3, verse 2. You must be careful because the person who is printing the computer there is somebody else. He's a camera guy. Amen. And the woman said unto the serpent, why would you respond to this guy? This man does not deserve your answer, your, your, your response. But, but, but anyhow, people, they feel interested to answer. But listen to the woman answering she also reveals that she does not have a clue of the full truth. Listen what she said. We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden but of the fruit of the tree which in the, in the midst of the garden God has said I want you to see how he quotes God has said he shall not eat of it neither shall he touch it lest he die lest 
lest he die. The word she uses has no certainty. If you go to chapter 2, verse 16, it says, The day you eat thereof, you shall surely. So you you realize that the devil realizes oh I found her. And listen to what what, what, what he continues to say. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not show you that. He quotes God. The devil remembered what God said. But he puts just one <laughs> say one word. Not. 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 He puts just not. In the entire sentence that God said. He puts not. So this was a fellowship, right? In the church, in the presence of God. I'm just going to take it there. So they were in Eden, in Eden, in the garden. You need to understand this. Eden and the garden. So the devil had <laughs> the audacity to go into, into that, that selected place. A very special place. And then come tempted the woman. So it's a fellowship. For God doth know that in the day that he eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened and he shall be S. Now I want you to see what he says. Not like S. Yeah, you shall be as God, knowing good and evil. He challenges her position. That's basically what the devil does every time. He challenges your position. So that you may desire that which is not yours. Because that's what he did. He desired that which is of God. And he thought when man has the same intent. How does he do it? He uses the same deception. That started in heaven. Same being in heaven. He didn't begin on earth. So therefore he, he he lied to other angels that, that, that he will be S. God. He will be S. God. And then those angels will actually worship. And receive positions. He tells Eve, you will be S. God. I want you to realize that's what he. He bring the same lie that he lied in heaven on earth. So the devil wants to be worshipped as God. Not like God. As God. So, so that when you are worshipping right now, you are actually, when you say 
We worship you, Lord. But it is actually the devil that receives the worship. But people don't understand it. That they do it. And the devil is worshipped. You realize that the whole world is worshipping the devil? More especially in Pentecostal churches. They worship the devil and they think they worship in God. The scripture Revelation the 13 says so. All the world will worship him with the exception of those whose names are written in the name of the are you getting your sense? So therefore, uh, you need to know where he is worshipped. And it should be opened for you. Otherwise, you worship in the devil too. Just very nice. It's terrible. Amen. Hallelujah. They shall be as God. Can you imagine? Knowing good now it was something great. I would even want to be escort. The way he phrased it. It was not Because Eve was tired with the message. She wanted something else. From John Collins. John Collins. So now she, she wants something else. Every time when God gives you the truth, people become tired with it. He gave them manna. They became tired, they became bored with it. They wanted something else. They remembered the them Spring onion and the fish that they were eating in Egypt. You think those people are struggling in Egypt? No, no, How many times do you eat fish? Maybe at your birthday and then it's over in Egypt. Unless somebody catches a bubble and then you can that. <laughs> 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 Amen. Amen. Oh, God help us. Now, there's something that we want to want us to see here. This scripture we 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 familiar with the message. So it's a very beautiful thing. So, so let's just dwell into it. I want you to realize that the scripture introduces the uh, a change in relationship. Here, the woman is deceived. And now, the senses are now activated. To see what she was not supposed to see. And that's where the carnal gospel began. Listen to that. And the woman saw that the tree. 
Namo and the woman saw that the tree was good for food. Memo study abona ho basefate sisi klebake sa hujiwa. So it would reveal the taste, right? Right? But she saw. It means what? It is good for food. Pleasant to the eye. And a tree to be desired. The word desired there is delight. Which means charm. So we don't preach in seven seeds, so therefore I'm not going to dwell in there. I'm just showing you what happened, what was activated. Then this perverted the original design of human. Moralo o aman kawam mamusat. Did you hear what I said? So the prophet did not have a vocabulary when he preached this uh, 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 teachings, and also when he preached marriage and divorce, he didn't have that much. Everybody knows he does not have vocabulary, but he used words which are good. Mo prophet ona sina kofon tuba kinsati na hanarara jolo kanzi bulezi moro. Hosevi samatui ane ane pai. So therefore, he used words which are good. Just to help us to cut out them which are not made for the truth. Those who are not made for the truth. Hallelujah. I know, Rekin, you don't give a lot of my help. Okay, Saint. I just want to go straight and then and then we will I, I trust that the Lord will help us. Now, so the prophet used words, and now understand why would the prophet say I am not a preacher? He was not saying we should say we are not preachers. When you preach, you should be a preacher. He said he's not a preacher because he wanted to tell them that I am not as trained like these theologians that I have, the doctors that I have here. So I am not having the eloquency to, to present. I, he didn't do homiletics, the art of preaching. He didn't do hermeneutics, the science of preaching. But he had the apologetics, a proof of preaching, of the gospel. You see? So that is the most important thing. So therefore, uh, then he says, I'm going to repeat to you, <laughs> so that you understand, he says that 
she was designed by the devil. We do know that the devil cannot design or create. And then he said that the preachers must take it and break it down to the people. Everywhere you can search the scripture and realize that God created male and female. God made them and God formed them. So, but the design was perverted, altered. Are you getting that? It was, uh, it was perverted. That's why you realize uh, uh, the, the she or the female with the animals and the females with the human me, uh, the, the human is different. You understand that? We have beautiful women, we have got pretty males in the animal kingdom. And then, <laughs> in the animal kingdom, the male entices, not the female. Amen. Are we getting that sense? Amen. You can just show us lions here, man. She was male and female, you, you realize. The, 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 the male, he will see, oh goodness gracious me, how pretty he is. Are you understanding that? Amen. Now, human now becomes a creature that the devil uses to entice. You, you, you get what I mean? That's what happens. By means of perversion, we get in that sense. So I just want you to understand. The same way I, I, I'm putting it, it applies to the church. Are we getting it? The church was not created or built by the devil. It was the Lord who did it, and the devil perverted that which the Lord has done. You need to understand this teaching. It's very important. But this one can never be perverted. So therefore, she begins to see these things. Now, what she did not see before, she sees. That's the, that's the issue here. Now, just to highlight that, we will, we will, we will leave it and then we will come to it. Uh, I will come to this thing because I need to really highlight the matter of the language the prophet used. For example, the prophet speaks of uh, saints, if you remember, if you all remember, the prophet speaks of um, hybridization, to, hy to make a hybrid, mixing of the seeds. Now, to their terminology and to their science at the time and their uh, vocabulary. He could have said Lord if he had more. But he spoke about hybridization. Can you imagine when what happened here is that the serpent came and have an act, a sexual act with a woman. This is what the Bible reveals here. We say it unapologetic. You know why? Because we cannot entertain 
the people who are not going where we're going anyhow. So, so we just have to give you what you're supposed to eat. So therefore, the devil had an act with a human here through the serpent. Through the serpent. That's what happened here. It's an act. Sexual act. Remember, the animals and human could not mix or mix breed. But the serpent was the only creature that could mix and then somebody would be born. That's why God changed God changed its design so that it, it is no longer a man walking on two feet but it is as a snake crawling on his belly. That's what God did. But God was saving Adam's family from this guy, this hefty guy. Are you getting that sense? So therefore, when God did that, God removed the species, which is a missing link between man and chimpanzee. So a fool scientist who says that men are actually uh, coming as a what? An evolution from the monkeys is a fool. Because science they discover and what they discover should actually be proven. So how could they prove that which has no proof even today? So the monkeys decided, no, no, we're not, we're not giving over to men now. We enough. <laughs> how can you be such a fool? But you can see how trajectory of the creation came from something which was that much into something that is actually perfect. Are you seeing that thing? That's what you need to see. You may be seated. Because I know I'm going to talk while you're standing. I will talk and then that will be nice. We can preach together and then we we'll say amen with that. So I need to, the reason why I do this, I need to explain that, that thing here. We'll use that to explain that. Now, we see it here, the design, the devil actually, uh, the serpent is going to actually uh, uh, find. Now, the serpent was a beast, not a reptile. So he could speak, not because the devil made him speak, he could speak. So he evolved, there was an evolution of a serpent species until such a time where that species entered into the sphere of humankind. And the devil said, now I can use him. Because he knew that this now will bring me a man. Because he wanted the access to humanity. He wanted to mess God's son and daughter. He wanted to mess up the family. He wanted to destroy the marriage. He failed to destroy the marriage because Adam took it anyhow. 
And you say you are anointed with the Lord Spirit when you leave. There was no issue to divorce here. Right? There was no issue to divorce. It's unfortunate because I will always have to say that. There was no issue to divorce. You wouldn't divorce. Adam took it anyhow. And then God intervened also in this particular issue. God intervened. And when God intervened, the species, he dealt with the species. But now, I want you to realize that the seeing, the hearing, all these five senses was not the, a form of communication with God. Not even with another human being. It was a form of communication with the animal kingdom so that you can be in the sphere of what you rule. What you administer, what you manage. It, it, it was made for this. The five senses was never made to communicate with God. Not at all. That's why the scripture says, the woman, not when the woman saw, now, there was a time when the woman did not see the tree. How many years? Do you know that it is more than a thousand years that Eve looked at the tree? More than a thousand years. I read it for you the other time. He looked, she looked at the tree and the tree <coughs> did nothing. Suddenly a preacher comes in the garden who is not God and brought a gospel that seemed to have open people's eyes and Eve, the church, caught it. It was the fall of the church in the garden of Eden. It was the fall of the church. Now, listen to the scriptures and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and it was pleasant to the eyes and tree to be desired to make one wise, wow! It made people wise. We need such a tree now. Don't you think? <laughs> so when God, you will realize the scripture says when God drove them out of the garden, he protected the tree of life. So this tree was as free as an apple tree. So where is it? God did not put cherubims at the apple tree, at the peach tree and banana tree and all other trees, including the tree of knowledge of good and evil. He only protected the tree of life. So, if we have a banana tree, where is this tree? This tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Where is the tree? Because we have got people who are slow to learn, so we want to give them the tree so that they can be geniuses. At school, we can just go give, them, give it to every school. We can plant them at school so that all our children can go and be clever can know good and evil and stop bullying each other, stop doing all these kind of things. If that's not symbolic, my brother, you find me that tree and a fruit. Are we getting a sense? All right. So she took of the, of the fruit thereof and did eat it and gave it also unto her husband with her. 
when you read that, you cannot read it without her husband. You cannot say he gave her husband. No, he didn't give to her husband. He gave her husband with her. The tree was experienced together. It was a, an experience of two. All right. It is act. Can I repeat that? It's symbolism of acting. Right? All of you have eaten bananas, right? Maybe if you are not allergic to it. But you have eaten a particular food. Is it that true? All right. How did you eat it? You ate it and then it is in you, right? You know the taste of it. Is that right? Okay. So, saints, do you have love? Do you have love? Are you humble? Do you have faith? Anybody have faith? Can you raise your hands? Anybody that has faith? When did you eat it? It's a food, right? So when did you eat it? How could you say you have a fruit? And remember, it's not your fruit, it's of the Spirit. Are you understand that? It's faith. So it means you act upon it. That's what it means. The scripture says, uh, so is another transwoman. She eats and then wipes herself and say it didn't happen. What does she eat? Adulterous woman. You see, uh, I love it when people are really trying to argue with God. When God tells you what I meant is this. Try to make it easy for us to understand Him. The reason why I'm talking about this is because our subject today is who taught you? Who taught you? Or have you experienced another fruit? Have you experienced the forbidden fruit? Who told you? Why are we asking this question? Because immediately when you are told and you hear and it becomes you then that's what you represent very 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 slowly so so if you sleep this time i'm taking it slowly amen because this is very important because we were in now on wednesday we were, we were rushing it and then it's terrible but then let's get to it. Now, it says her husband with her together, right? And he did it. With her and he did it. Meaning, it was the first time he also experienced this. And then, now they ate. So what happened? Their eyes, the eyes of <laughs> them both were opened. They knew that they were naked. They knew from from what? From where? What happened? Because if you know, it means you have experienced or you are informed, right? They knew they were naked and they 
study the religion. Because when one, oh Lord, thank you. You see the state of Adam. At this time when he was naked, he knew that I'm naked. Are you seeing it? That's why he tried to make a covering. To do what? To cover the nakedness of him and his wife. Now, we live in today in Satan's Eden, where people are naked, but they don't know. So that's the problem. The problem here is that you've been naked and not know. Not knowing that you're naked. All right? It's the most terrible thing. You're naked, you don't know. Can you imagine? And it does not feel bad. It feels good. It's like, that's the fashion. And you forget you are a pastor's wife. <laughs> you are under this fashion, and this fashion closing stores, and the Chinese stores has actually forced you to be naked. And you say you don't have a choice but to be naked. Because there is nothing else you can buy. Is that a good reason? And then their nakedness today is not called nakedness, it's called fashion. That's why they say, man, look the other way. That's what they, they say, right? The feminist people say, they say uh, if you have a problem with how we're dressing, look the other way. We're doing that, sister. We really are doing that. But we have seen it first. We look the other way because we have seen. We looked. We saw you and then we looked the other way. We are really looking the other way. We are trying hard to look the other way. But the problem with the human design is that since you have looked, the picture is now with you. Your memory has now captured it. Though you looked the other way, it torments you from within. Now, if the government of South Africa and the whole world that is corrupt would understand the design of humankind, they would not say look the other way. They would say be modest as becometh saints. So if the Pentecostals today think that women should not, they can wear, they can flaunt for Jesus as they want to. They should remember it is the devil who is teaching them there on their pulpit. God cares how you dress. That's why as Adam the son of God was concerned about it, the nakedness. God is there so much concern. You will see that God will bring a proper clothing to Adam and his wife. Why? Because clothing matters to God. It may not be to the devil. Because the devil will come and deceive you and leave you naked. And leaves you alone embarrassed with your nakedness. Having to work it out by yourself when he's, when he's gone. That's the devil's state. And all of us, most of the time, we fall for him. And he leaves us over and over embarrassed. Most of us are left in guilty conscience. You have got unresolved issues, things that you are afraid to confess and to tell. Because you know if you say it. You see, the devil caught you. He has, he has, he, he has caught you in bondage. He has made you a slave. 
Now you are embarrassed alone. You don't know how you cannot, you, you're going to get out of this. You, you have to find a way to, to get it out. You want to appear trusted, honest, best, and yet your heart tells you that you have things that will actually hinder you to make it for the rapture when the rapture will take place now. The problem is you think you are doing it for us. But this thing is the devil oh my, holding you tight with his own knob so that you can fail to make it for the rapture. So you need to understand what we're dealing here. What we're dealing with here is more serious than anything. This, this journey, saints, that we are talking about is more sincere than anything. We're talking about the coming of the Lord. We're talking about what the secret going away of the church. Anybody is waiting for Jesus to come down. And I tell you, they will not see it. Because Jesus is not coming down. Jesus is going to meet his bride in the sky. So what we're talking about here, when you talk about the rapture, we're talking about the going away. The secret going away of the church. So God cares how you dress, brother, sister. Do you know now, saints, it's, it's, it's terrible in the message that we appear as enemies. We appear, the pastors are, are being gossiped in the house of saints. We are treated like enemies because they, they tell us that, uh, that, that, that do they think our children are angels? The message was not made for angels, it was made for men. Because our children now cannot take it to be different. They can't take it to be odd. They want to always compete with the world. So because your friends at school, they are painting their faces and doing those things, you want to do the same too? You told your child, no, 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 don't do this. And they're doing it. They're doing it. They can't take it. They don't know how serious is the time of the rapture. But I tell you, let go and let God. If your child is old enough to make her own decision or his own decision, let them take it. Because something will come on of this day. It may not be the rapture, but the tribulation, something will make them know that what you told them was nothing but the truth. Because we need to understand something. We love our children. Do we hear it? But the truth is you didn't choose them. The choice of election was God's. Not yours. So you can't make your child a Christian as much as you can try. You can try to raise them in a particular way. But when they take the, their time comes to make their own decision. You realize how your heart breaks. When you realize that your child is a sinner. Because all the time you are trying to raise an angel. Your child needed to make their own decision. Or his own decision. So that she can experience Christ by himself or by herself. When the time comes. All you can do is pray. Because the world is taking over. 
and all that is available to them is the world more than Christ. So you need to understand, we're dealing with something here that is greater than ourselves. That's why your prayer is very important for your children. <laughs> Saints, I'm talking about my children. What about the Nechanya's children? What about the Nechanya's What about your, your children, Mama? What about... You understand? You think you prayed for me, you done. Saints, when we pray for one another, you need to understand that's why prayer must be a secret thing you do with the Lord. Amen. So that the Lord can reveal things to you. You touch people in the spirit. It's much easier to pray for everyone in the church and all your children in the spirit. But if you have to pray in the flesh, by the time you pray for the third person with the children, you're tired. You want to you pray tomorrow. Or you want to sleep. You must pray tomorrow for the rest. I'll pray for the rest tomorrow. Why am I saying this, saints? It's because here we have seen the design that has been changed from the spirit into the flesh or the carnal realm, where it was easy to do things in the spirit. And in the last days, one thing that will be restored is a worship in the spirit, is a walk in the spirit, a walk with God in the spirit. The problem is our worship saints has been carnal. All the time has been carnal. So now you need to worship God in spirit. It becomes the most difficult thing because you don't even understand the things of the spirit. You have been trying by yourself to understand the things of the spirit. But you use the wrong way, the wrong formula because you have been using your logic understanding, your intellectual understanding of your flesh to try to grasp these things. Now, at this time, I want you to realize, just after the fall, these people could still have the sense of the Spirit. We will read there. It was just after the fall. Saints, let me just tell you something. You are told everything. Beginning with your name, you are told that your name is this, that you, don't know about it. You are told that you are Malbongwe. And that you are Hosa. What if I raised you? What would you be? You would be what I say you are. Yeah. Are you seeing that? So most of everything that we are from birth is what we are told we are. Everything about your life is what you are told you are. Until you go to school to be told about how the system operates. You go to the university to be told. And all this that you are told you have to grasp, you have to know, you must have, it must be part of your life. Everything is what you are told. Who told you? Who is telling you? Oh, you don't get me, saints. I can take you to Adam and show you that Adam was told by God. 
He was taught by the Father. He was taught by God. Now I'm going to show you that. The scripture says, and then God brought all the animals to Adam that he could name them. And Adam named all the animals that came up in front of him. And God said what Adam named is completely correct. He got it 100%. Who told him who the lion is? Who the fish is? And what this and that is? Who told him? About him, God told him. We are told by the means of a fallen creature. And the way we live, that's how we understand life. We understand life in this particular way we live. And then this understanding is the very problem why when God speaks, it becomes difficult because we use the same way we hear God as we hear man. When we listen to the word of God, we use the same mechanism. We listen to radio, news, television news, whatever it is. is. That's the same mechanism. But God cannot be heard by your ears. God can't. Your eyes cannot see him. Your hands can't touch him. The scripture says the woman touched, not the him, but the him of his garment. But the him gave him her healing by touching the hem. H-E-M. Are you getting that sense? Now, we need to understand. The woman said, if I can but touch. Why? Faith had to intervene. When you go beyond what men can understand, when you go beyond logic can explain. When you go beyond intellectual ideologies and opinions. And you find a sense that can speak. You find the mechanism to hear God. And you can somehow see him. When, they, when Jesus spoke of the Holy Ghost, he told them that the Holy Ghost, you know and you, <laughs> you have seen him. But the world don't know him and have not seen him and can't see him. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine saying this? How people struggle just to be spiritual. Because people don't understand what is to be spiritual. They think to be spiritual is to roll in the chest. It's just to go this way. Ooh, I felt, I felt it in the back. Ooh, the, the goosebumps that they feel, you know. Yeah, all these things they do, that, that they, they are spiritual. They, they feel now, ooh, I'm slain in the spirit. Shut up. Where did the Holy Ghost ever did that to get the people in the spirit? Saints, we need to understand something. We have been taught by the world. Societal force has injected a lot of things into our system. 
Now we have got televisions, we have got uh, uh, phones, we have got internet and so forth. And everything is just pouring into you. The scripture says in the earth, at the end, knowledge shall increase as the water covereth the sea. There is so much knowledge, saints, that is being poured into you. The truth is, what kind of knowledge is this that is being put, poured into you? Because somebody is talking to you. Our children as they are young, we, we talk to them. We, we show them how to communicate, to talk. That's why sometimes when a child is young, and then you, 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 you won't say to her, you will burn with fire. You will actually touch the fire and then remove your hands quickly. And then also do that with your hand, not just not to touch, but just to show that that is choo-choo. Choo-choo. We do that so that they can be afraid of fire. It's a form of communicating, be aware of this will harm you. You get in that sense? You are trying to bring a particular understanding. And God, without hiding it, has done it too. And that's why we want to understand that in every age, God wouldn't leave the people without saying something. He had to say something because he knows that somebody will inform the people. So if, if, if communication continues, my people must be spoken to also. Now, in the Garden of Eden, Adam was spoken to by God and the devil came to speak also. And I want you to understand the mixing of what God said and what the devil said brought the deception that released them into sin. Death came. Because God spoke and therefore the devil mixed it. Can you imagine saying that today we see that men speak more than God? Why would I stand on a pulpit if God didn't talk to me? Why? Why would I stand here, saints? Because that's why you should pray. God, if that man, if you didn't speak to that man, let him be sick. Because we don't want to hear from men. It should be the kind of a prayer we pray. We don't want no man to speak to us. Oh, hallelujah. If the pastor wants to preach, please block her vocal cords. Block his vocal cords, God. Because that man, we don't want to hear from him. Let no man stand on our pulpit this day. Let Christ speak again. Amen. Do we believe that? Amen. No, we don't want to believe that. We don't want to believe that. The gospel is a practical thing. It's practical. When Ananias and Sapphira came there, they died. They died right there in front of Peter and the Holy Ghost. Because the gospel is practical. When we talk, we, it is not just word word, it should be word and power. So we are used to a gospel, this myth gospel. God is here. Who God is here? You, you, you even feel 
There was a brother praying in Cape Town. He went to the mountains and took a long time to pray. While he was still praying, there he heard the sound. He heard the sound, and then he said, "God speak." With his eyes closed, God speak. Your servant is listening. Thank you for coming. And it was a, a chimpanzee. <laughs> you understand that? Because why would somebody make God a myth? Because it's something that does not exist. You, you want to think. You see right now. Do you understand? His presence does not have to make any sensation. I'm talking about us getting in that state in the rest of God on our way to the rapture. That's what I'm talking about. The problem is your flesh is not going to help you. I want to emphasize that anything you understand as a communication means of the flesh is not going to help you. Anything you hear by that means is not God who said it. Can I repeat that? When God, I was telling the brother that if we have to go and have the open air service, we need to pray to God to give us a particular gift that will help the people in that particular area we want to go worship. Can I repeat that? If we want to go have an open air in say Mafora, we have to ask God what is an issue in Mafora? Amen. That you want to fix and help the people there. Amen. Do you have a seat in there? <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh. Amen. Hallelujah. We need to ask him if people are crying for help, what shall we give them? Oh, come on, say it. We can't just stand up presumptuously and go. Amen. Even if we can pray, but God has to release. Sent. You need to understand what I'm talking about. Amen. Because we cannot go to a place not knowing what they need and what's their problem. Amen. When God took Moses to Egypt, He didn't just send him to Egypt, He gave him the first pool. How are you going to touch Egypt? And what was it? Throw the snake, throw the stock down, and the stick became a snake. It became, it was not like it became, meaning when it was a snake, it would bite you to death. But it could also be a stick again. In the hands of Moses, it was a stick. In the presence of the Lord, it became a living thing. You getting that sense? So let me just take it. I'm trying to, to rush quickly because I'm trying to discourage today any form of carnal communication Amen. when it comes to God. Oh. That we are used to that form and our faith cannot grow or be established. You will struggle in faith and struggle over and over because your carnality wants to take over and it cannot hear God. Oh, listen to me. Your carnal mind, it cannot hear God. Quite impossible. Quite impossible. Are you hearing me? So therefore, if we have to go there, we have to ask God. Now, God sends Jonah to Nineveh. 
And Jonah said, I want to go to Tarshish. It was God's plan for Jonah not to want to go to Nineveh, but rather go to, <laughs> to Tarshish. And they are saying, Ujonu Yabalek, a runaway prophet. They don't understand. Jonah was not Balaking, he was not running away. Jonah feared for the face of the Lord. Because every true servant of God would not want to be presumptuous, would always be afraid to go. That's why God begins to use this person because he does not have the means to do it. So God would do it himself through this man. So when he was on his way, then God took over. <laughs> you think God, I was actually fearing for these people's goods that they were throwing out of their boats. They were throwing their whole thing out of the boat. And there's the guy yesterday. <laughs> Can you imagine? They say, man, hey, come on. You sleeping, we praying here. Please pray to your God. He says, no, I don't have to pray. I'm the problem. You see, a Christian knows. When it comes a time to repent, you repent. No excuses. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. That's a good sign of a Christian. Come to me, tell my stories. And you see if I'm a pump person or if I repent. That's why other people run away from us. You know why? They know we're going to repent when they tell us. If we are wrong. But sometimes somebody might just want you to be wrong. <laughs> when we are not. Just because the weight, you stand by the truth. I cannot apologize for that. When what we look into by scripture is right, I can apologize by telling the truth. I can apologize if I do wrong. And you need to also help me understand that I did wrong. You get in that sense? He said, no, I'm the problem. Now what? They, they, throw, they throw him outside and God provided what? A means of transport, a submarine. Amen. Amen. God provided a submarine and it took him down to the bottom of the sea. And at the right time, submarine came after three days and spilled him out on the seashore. This man was respected as a messenger because he came by means of the need of that area. Then the neither people worshipped the fishes and so forth. So therefore, when the fish gave them a preacher, they listened to it. So he told them, you're not worshipping that thing anymore. And they did. They repented. Why? Because God knew the need. No presumption. So he sent you according to the need. So today says, how do I know your need? Because I need to preach you according to the need. Hallelujah. Oh, so you must listen to the preachings. 
Because they reveal your need. I tell you. I tell you. So the problem is now, somebody else teaches you. Who is not God? The will of God. I want you to understand, the serpent did not say anything to Eve, but what God said. Mixed with his own ideology. That's what happened. And that is what is happening again in our pulpits today. Two things. When we realize you are naked, two things happened. You ate of the tree that you were forbidden to eat. Or you received the teaching. And both of it is the same. Whether you ate of the tree, you received of the teaching, the conviction to eat of the tree. So that's why the devil knew if I plant my thoughts into her and she entertain, the mind will produce a child from it. For the mind is the womb of the spirit. So the mind captured it and the woman began to see, see by his eyes, by her eyes, she begins to, to hear by her own ears, to, to taste by the tongue. But did you know, before that, they could taste that the Lord is gracious. There is a certain sense of the spirit that was snatched from them. And these people was hearing from men taught of man. Can you imagine? You are taught of man. The whole of your life, man has been teaching him. Twelve years of age, Jesus Christ, who taught him? Who was teaching Jesus? When the father had a son, he took responsibility of the child. Since Jesus was little, the father has been teaching him. When he was twelve years of age, he corrected the mother and the father Joseph and Mary and saying don't you know I am about my father's business not my mother because what he was correcting the statement of Maria was me and your father has been looking for you then he said don't you know I am about my father's business he's saying don't call this man my father because you are agreeing with the error these people are teaching if Joseph was the father, he would have known where he was. So he said, I'm not about Joseph's business, I'm about my father's business. What was he doing? He was correcting the error, 12 years of age. The father taught him. It was good for him to hear from the father. Because saints, we are so far from hearing from God. So that when God speaks, our ears are actually not hearing God, but thunders. That's all we hear. We hear the noise of a thunder. We cannot hear God. Why? Because we have heard man too long. And God speaks, we cannot hear. In a book, of John chapter 12, you can actually see it. That the voice speaks from heaven. 
And the voice was not coming for Jesus. It was coming for this man. But they could not hear what the voice said. They heard the noise. But Jesus said, these words came not for me. But it was for you. That's why it is important that what God has said, we have to find Amos 3 verse 7. So that he can come and tell us. He can what? The suffer. Is that right? To try to unlock. To uncover what God has said. Otherwise what God has said will remain. A People of God. These people in this age does not understand that without a prophet, they are absolutely just like dogs. You just like animals. You want to hear. Whatever God is saying is absolutely something, a strange language to you. Can you hear? <laughs> I tell you. You can only do or say what you hear. But if you don't hear what I'm saying, you cannot follow the instruction. You can't do that. That's not, you don't understand what I'm saying. So how can you obey God? That's why we tell you, if you do not commit adultery, because you do not commit adultery, it's not because you have a fruit of the Spirit. Though what you're doing is good, yet it is still devilish. Not committing adultery is a good thing, right? But if it is not God that is behind it, you like everyone who's doing it. You and the one who's doing it are the same. You must understand because it can't take you. It can't give you eternal life. It's not because you were good. It is because God has been good to you. We need to understand that, saints. Alright, listen to what he says here. I hear the voice. Huh? <laughs> Alright. And they sewed the sick leaf together and made themselves aprons. They made themselves what? Apron is a loyalist garment, saying, right? Apron is a loyalist garment. So, like a child stealing a sugar. When you catch the child, would be hiding the hand. And the mouth that has an evidence of what the child was stealing. So Adam is now hiding the guilty part. He makes April to hide the guilty part, a loins garment, yet. He was still naked. There is nothing that you can do that comes from anything else than God that can help you to be covered. Because your flesh does not know how to cover yourself. So there is no good expert. 
advice you can find from flesh. Many marriages are broken today because of elders that stood together to try to, to enter in between. Because they are trying to correct what they did not create. Marriage is com- created by God. If you want any help of a marriage, you better get back to God. So you think when you call, let's call the elders from your side and from our side so that they can sit down and resolve our problem. With what? What are they going to use? The elders. They come with the devil. You should know. I don't care whose elders are those. They come with the devil. You have to go back to God. Hallelujah. Tell every elder on earth, I said, there is no way he can bring his own culture to solve marriage issues. Tell them, I said so. And I can show them the Bible says so. Saints, the flesh is dangerous. Please don't listen to you. Can I repeat it? Don't listen to you. For Paul says, I know that in me, that is in my flesh, don't how many good things. No good thing. Give me as I, uh, rather Job chapter 4, chapter 14. I'm going to show you that, that, that you can just take it to verse 4. There's something I want to show you there. Saints, if we have to go into the rapture, we must transform. And one thing that I want you to, to understand transforming is to hear God again. Restoration to hear God again. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says. The Spirit has no voice of your mouth. Because you can't see it. So its voice cannot be seen. That's why Elijah said it was, when he tries to explain it, he says it's still a small voice. Who can bring a clean thing out of an unclean? Who? How many? What are you trying to do? When you want to listen to you, if you wanted to hate something, hate you. Because you are the reason why God can't be heard. Every means we are taught to communicate has been dangerous because it can't help us to communicate with God. It can't help us to hear God. We can't speak to God. Think of it now. A simple prayer thing. The Lord told us, go to your secret. No. We want the people to hear when we pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You pray in your house. Until a Muslim on the next door hear you. Come on. Shut up. Go into your closet. Make it a secret. Because God can hear so your God is so far he can hear you. That's why you make a sound. You make a sound. 
A big sound. You stressing here. You can go to our churches, Pentecostal churches, when we pray, pray at night, their noise. With tongues and things and all the noise. Jesus said, if you pray, if you pray, what do you do? Make it a secret. Make it something a next person sitting next to you cannot hear. Be like Hannah. Pray to God. The mouth moving, there's no voice that could be heard. But God hear every, every, every word. We don't want to understand. No, we want to. Hey, can you can you realize? And you hear them say, yeah, these people can pray. These people, they are spiritual, they can pray at a time. They are spiritual. These people are hypocrites. We're gonna demand this. That's why you're trying to conceal your bare facts. Let us kind this get 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 bolan to say. Thank you, my brother. Saints. A discouragement I'm bringing to you is that listening to flesh is the most dangerous thing. Hearing from flesh is the most dangerous thing. Do not hear flesh. Do not use it to communicate to God. It is made to communicate to dogs. You must just have dog in your house. But the other has a dog, at least. He took it from the little girl and he said, so it's better since it came to him. You know, at least have a dog. Do you understand how important the five senses are? Uh, you don't get me anyway. You realize if you have dogs and uh, you have a, a pregnant lady in the house, they will tell you before you know. The dogs can, the, the animals can know. You must understand. God gave you this five senses, this, this, this thing, to communicate it to, to your kingdom here, not to him. And that's the problem that we have experienced all along. What have we experienced, saints? We have experienced when we want to talk to God, we want to use our own way of communication. They say, Brother Brennan is saying a woman is designed by the devil, which they don't understand him, but the, the Lord Jesus comes again and say, I cannot give. The food of the children to what? Wow. How can a dog? Okay. If that was inflammatory, like they are saying, well, I can see where Brahman get it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Sometimes you you, you see flesh will not experience explain what the spirit is trying to say yeah. because your language you are given by the flesh that's why when you do theology and then you you study humanetics you know it teaches you language barrier a language barrier is to understand the distance between you and the people that spoke at the time and how what was the culture of them at the time why would they refer to things at the time so that you can have a clearer understanding of what they meant when they said something like that. 
Now says, I just want to make a simple example. Do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Can somebody tell me what it means? This young people. Especially you. Who are young. Do you know what a yoke is? In the first place. But Rahala, do you know what a yoke is? Yes. It's about joko. Even it's a chorus. They don't understand what joko is. A yoke is joke. So you have not seen the animals plant, right? Because they're not using that anymore. So how would you tell me joko ya webe bebe ki? Joko ya ibu bebe. Baby joko ya. Baby na jina wazo. King joko. How would you understand that hymn if you don't understand exactly what it says? So, the humanities as the science of, uh, of preaching, uh, 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 understanding the, 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 the Bible teachings, it, it actually helps you, they're trying to help you to bring the language so that you understand what that was at the time. And what would it be now? Are you getting that sense? Now, there is something I want to read here. I'm going to show you something quickly. Let's, let's go quick to it since. Oh, ma. And the eye of them were open. They knew that they were naked. And they sewed a thick leaves together and made them. And uh, they heard what? I want us to read that together. They heard. When I got to remember, but I didn't want to They heard the voice of the Lord doing what? How do you hear the voice walking? I'm telling you that just after the fall, these people could still hear the voice of God by the, not by their ears. Because their ears would not hear the voice walking. Who has ever heard the voice walking? Walking, oh, I hear the voice speaking, sounding, doing many things, but walking is something else. So, so, so now I want you to, to understand that it is after the fall, but yet they are not too far. But I'm going to show you. Oh my, let's read it. Walking in the garden of the, uh, in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the, Lord, of, God, of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called Adam and said uh, unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. Then God is concerned about what Adam is telling him because he has never given him this information. Yeah. So where is it coming from? Sure. We have never heard the serpent said you will be naked, right? But where is Adam getting this information? You see, I want to show you the infiltration. Of the spiritual sphere of the devil entering into humanity. It was no longer a preacher only, but it was a spirit also that had an access. That's how the devil passed through the flood. Are you seeing it now? Now let's listen to this. <laughs> Uh, 
And he said, Who told thee that thou wast naked? You understand what is he asking? Who told thee that thou wast naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou should not, uh, shouldest not eat? And the man said, The woman whom thou gavest me to be with me, gave us to be with me, she gave me of the tree and I did it. Now, I want you to see. He said, Who told you? He can't answer this one. I want you to see what he's answering. The understanding. I want you to, I want to show you the understanding. Who told you that thou was naked? Who? I didn't tell you that. Because that could only come from above. That couldn't, could be a revelation that comes from above. You, 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 you need to, to hear it from a species that is a spirit. Now, because saints, the dogs are naked. Do you agree on that? Amen. But they are not ashamed. They cannot say I'm naked. And you can't see their nakedness. Anyhow, you yourself, even today after the fall, you can't see their nakedness. Though they are still naked. Alright, listen to what he says. The man said, Okay, it is the woman who did it. He blamed it to the woman. But actually he was blaming God. He was not blaming the woman here. Are you hearing that? The woman that thou gave us to be with me. So it's your fault. And the Lord God said unto the woman, What is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent, because there the truth comes. The serpent what? And I did it. I just like, I like the, the, the honest the honest, this honesty of this woman, I like. He says, no, the, it's the serpent. Simple as that. And God did not waste time and he went to the serpent straight. And, and, and the Lord said unto the serpent, <coughs> listen to this. Because thou hast done this, thou art cast above all kettles, and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly thou shalt go, and thus thou shalt eat all the days of thy life. And I, now he's talking to the serpent, the devil. He was talking to the serpent, the beast, 14, 15 is talking to the serpent, the devil. I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Now this, we know that it happened during the time where Jesus was crucified. Because Jesus is the seed of the woman, and Judas represents the seed of the serpent. And this has been a battle between the church and the devil all this time. Because there's an enmity between the, the devil and the, and the church. That's why the problem is at Nicaea, Rome, that the, the snake came again, the serpent. It came and bite the woman. And then the church of the Lord Jesus Christ backslid into Romanism until the poison fully killed the church in the, in the age of Columbus. When the age started, Columbus and the church was already dead. That's why when God raised the age of Martin Luther, uh, 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 he raised the age and said, you have, you see, a name that you live but you are dead. He is now exposing the state of the church because he's about to bring life. When John Wesley come over, he has to do what? He, has, he was invited by, 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 by uh, uh, Whitecliffe. 
to come and preach. They were preaching what the gospel Martin Luther has left them. So now when, when he comes, he has to preach what? The gospel of Martin Luther just shall live by faith. And God reveals out of that. What? His own age message. Amen. Sanctification. Are you, are you seeing that thing? Now, his brother was surprised when, when, when John Wesley says, Hey, I am not alright with God. Because he thought that this man was, was, was good. He was, there were 17 at home. And yet their mother gave them time to spend and teach them the scripture and to pray. They didn't have what you have, the technology we have. They didn't have the, 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 the washing machine. They didn't have the taps at home. They were getting water very far. But the mother said that time had to give time to children. Anyhow, think of it. That's why out of her, out of her family, God raised Amen. a man of the, of the age of Philadelphia. Amen. Are you getting that saying? So, 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 so God raised uh, John Wesley to come and preach the gospel to, to, to bring what? To bring that which would connect to the just shall live by faith. Now it was justification connecting with sanctification. But now God is saying something. This is very important. He is saying, behold, I put before you the open door. That is the most important promise. Because at the open door, you find the people that were saved for Laodicea. Because at the end of Laodicea, there would not be people saved. You don't see, at the end of Laodicea, is total black. Only the elect few, the elect few, will make it at a time. The open door was the interlace of two dispensations, or rather two church ages. Amen. Which opened by Azusa. Remember, it was the gospel priest, the evangelical age, the teachings, the scholars, and so forth, which overlapped from, by Pentecost, from what? From this side to the other side of Pentecost. And God had to raise a messenger out of there. So we need to understand what God is doing, saints. God is bringing his church together. God is building, Christ is building the church. And Christ is raising the church. So the poison that came at Nisia, the church was restored from death of the poison. And this evil shall not be deceived. Amen. That is the difference. Amen. It's a different evil that cannot be deceived. That's why God had to bring a true restoration in the last days. So that again the people can hear from God again. Amen. You must understand how God brings it. He, he, he brings the pool in order to draw the people. He touches them by the supernatural. Now, that's what he does. He touches your flesh. He deals with your issues that you yourself cannot deal with. Because he has to challenge the poison that has been planted into you by the serpent. All the demons that are tormenting you, whatever sickness it is. He touches it by what? By the first pool. And he begins to talk to your heart and reveal things you don't know. And told, tell you that I am he. Then... 
when you have his attention and your heart is opening, wow, this is God. Then he plants his seed. The third pool. It's unfortunate that the third pool is a sphere of the spirit. Amen. That's the only way you can hear God. You have to be in the spirit. You must worship in the spirit and in truth. The third pool is not open to the world. The third pool is not to everyone. Well, that's why when he asked Jesus, he said, to them it is not given to enter the third pool era. But to you it is given. So it is now time to hear from God. But our, our own natural ear would be a disturbance to hear God. Let me just tell you since When you hear what I'm saying, uh, if I come to you and tell you about take this and take that and then you hear what I'm saying and then you use logic together and together and you can actually do what? Do that, right? But when you hear God speak, your logic is not going to help you. It's not going to help you. It has to be the spirit obeying the spirit. It is the spirit obeying the spirit. So Eve heard the spirit and they obeyed the spirit. Amen. That's why God said, who told you that I was naked? Mm. Or have you eaten of the tree? Two, 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 two questions. God knew he couldn't answer the first one. But God is about to answer it here when he said, I'll put them in between thee and the, and the, and the woman. Now he says, unto the woman he said. Alright, let, let me just leave the, 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 the verse 16. I want to go to verse 17. He says, unto Adam he said, because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife. Thou hast what? The vo- <laughs> After the serpent spoke to Eve, Eve became the preacher. That's the first woman preacher. And God, God was angry with it. Because Eve never told Adam to do things. But I want you to understand, after the serpent did it, it was always Adam giving Eve. Because that's the protocol. Adam received from God and Adam gives Eve. So now, Eve is given to Adam. The first woman preacher. And God said, because you did this, cursed. Because, because thou art, has hearkened unto the voice of thy wife and has eaten of the tree which I have commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sin. I want you to understand. Just because the man listened to the voice, he hearkened, the word hearkened is to obey. You obeyed the voice of your wife. Now, cursed be the ground. And in sorrow thou shalt eat of it all the days of thy life. How, saints? You realize, why would you blame us? Hmm? South Africa is blaming. The problem here is, in sorrow thou shalt eat all the days of your life. You shall eat bread. The sweat of thy face. Cast be the ground. That's why we work it hard. It's the ground that is cursed. You plant something, thorns and thistles 
They come without you having planned in them. Everything you try to do comes against you. But the issue is, God is concerned who has been teaching Adam. It's a small, a little time that Adam has learned from the enemy. A little time, a little time, see. Now, but what I want you to see is that they could hear God at the time. They could hear the voice of God. But as their children are born, they could not even hear nothing. All they could learn was how they communicated. Sure. But remember, as man was communicating, the devil was there also to be part of that communication. I don't understand why do they have a problem with what the prophet said. Because Paul said the same thing. He said, in your members, there is a law of sin. It was not supposed to be that way, but it is that way. There is a law of sin in your members. Here, want to see the pillar? We thank God. <laughs> There's a law of sin in your members. That's what I want to bring to you. Now, the devil knows your language and he supports it, he's behind it, he's with it. That's why he communicates easy to your flesh, with your flesh. He just do a easy communication. He has it. But God cannot do as the devil does. God must speak, you must hear. And that which you hear, you must have an ear to hear what God speaks. It's just unfortunate, saints, I want to say this to you. If you do not have an ear, I can't help you. No man can help you to have ear when you don't have it. The scripture says, he that has an ear, let him hear what the spirit says. It's unfortunate to have an ear, it is to hear what God says. How do you believe the message when there are people who are so good and can believe? <laughs> Amen. A sister put something, was making an example. And then, <laughs> and I was looking at this thing. This guy was preaching and saying, you know, the AM means the IM. As he says, I didn't want to laugh at that, but it calls for it. You see, you know why do we have the AM? You know, wonder because he didn't go to the PM, you know, I wanted to understand. <laughs> it's because he is the I am. I didn't catch it, but the people were catching it. See, mm -hmm. I don't understand what people are eating this day. <laughs> they junk, they eat it. They're not even eating junk, they eat it vomit. And then they eat it is exciting. They eat in vomit. You understand that? <laughs> Can you imagine? Okay, let me just read this scripture only. I wanted to read some quotes, but let me just read this scripture. Uh, second, uh, uh, first Corinthians, can we read it all together since? First Corinthians. <coughs> all right. 
Oh, saints, <clears throat> I will talk to you until you have faith. I'm going to force you to have faith. I tell you, you will have faith. It will be easy for you to have faith. It has to be easy for you to have faith. One way or the other. Because now, the motivation in the world today, do you understand, is what is material. That's how the devil speaks. He motivates people by material things. That's why even now he uses the science of healing and all these kind of things as his way to motivate people. Because the scripture says, in the miracles that they're doing, the people are actually deceived in there, right? And the things now, they, they come with a way to talk to people philosophically so, so that people can actually want to hear them. Why would you want to listen to me with this dumb English that I'm, uh, I'm talking? You see, they want to listen to the snobs. It is snob about Babu English there. How are you guys and so on? The English that just float. You see? So therefore, it's boring when I talk, but I tell you, if I can bring an eloquence, eloquent, eloquent person here to speak, the same that I spoke, huh? everybody would be awake, you see? <laughs> Dead man. Listen to this, Paul says, And I, brethren, when I came to you, I came not with excellency of speech. Amen. <laughs> right? There is a reason why Paul says this. I want us to follow. <laughs> or of wisdom declaring unto you the testimony of God. Because that's what happens today. Really. The people bring the ex excellence of speech. The way they speak is excellent. Alright? For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. <laughs> it's like when somebody says the name of God is the Father. Can you imagine? Let me just, let me just say, tell you something. If you have to fill up a form, right? And they ask you, what country are you from? Would you say country? Why not? It's a country. If they ask you a province, would you say province? If they say city, would you say Bromfordet or would you say city? So why would our, the city of, <laughs> our city in the free state be a city? If the name is not that important. You have to be identified with that particular city, right? Amen. So what is our city? It's Bloemfontein, right? So the name of the father cannot be the father. The name of the son cannot be the son. The name of the Holy Ghost cannot be the Holy Ghost. But how are these theologians still believing in it? Alright, it says, For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in the weakness and in the fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. I want you to see that. I want you to, I want you to see because I cannot say it. It's quite... I should not try to motivate you by anything else. Amen. 
I should know. Enticing words of men's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. This is very important. So, saints, you understand if we cannot bring the demonstration of spirit and power, we all, even though we are not bringing the, the wisdom of men and so forth, we still run short. Can we just understand that? We cannot say we are in a message. We do not have the excellency of, of, of the enticing words of man's wisdom. Yes, we don't have it, I understand. But where is the demonstration of the spirit and of power? But it cannot be demonstrated to people who does not believe. Because here, we have got people who believe the flesh, not the spirit. Because if you believe the, the spirit, the things of the spirit will, be, will manifest to you. Now listen to this. <clears throat> he says here that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Right? <laughs> How be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect? Wow, that is terrible. It is the most wonderful statement. Yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world, that came to naught. But we speak the wisdom of God in mystery. Even the hidden wisdom. Hallelujah. Which God ordained before the world unto glory. Amen. I want you to see what we preach. Which none of the princes, none, none, none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would have not crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written... I have not seen, nor ear have heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Think of it. Oh my God is telling us, now I'm releasing it. You see, in the days of the voice of the, he says, in the days of the, when he shall begin to sound, ear will hear. Yes, sir. I will see. And it will enter the heart of man. Amen. That which God has prepared for them that love him. Amen. It is in his ancients where these things shall be revealed, shall be restored. Are you seeing that? So now, but God hath revealed, say revealed. revealed. So if God must reveal, Amos 3 verse 7 must take place. And if you have a pastor who is good, a good theologian and a good scholar, but does not have Amos 3 verse 7. You still are in the dark. You walk in the dark. <laughs> Amen. Oh, but God has revealed them unto us. Say us. Own it, saints. Own it. Own it. Amen. And he revealed them unto us. By what? So, it's painful. He revealed by, by the Spirit. If you don't have the Spirit, you can't get it. Because He revealed by His Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things, say deep. Yeah, deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of man, save the Spirit of that man, which is in him. Even so the things of God knoweth no man. Say no man. no man. So saints, I tell you, 
the things we preach is not information. It's the things of God. Amen. But the Spirit of God, right? Now, we have received not the Spirit of this world, but the Spirit which is of God. That Spirit that we receive knows the things of God and the mind of God. Amen. You have to understand the importance of receiving the Spirit. In this time that we are living in. Oh, that we might know the things, say the things, the things that are freely given to us of God. Amen. So they sell you these books with great names. Doctor so and so. Doctor so and so. I don't want to call names because people will say, oh, oh again the names. So Doctor so and so with right gifts. They sell you there because it's not freely given because it's not of God. But, listen to this. He says, which things, say things, things. things. Because it is things. Because you are also a thing. As long as the world still have your definition, you have a problem. You see, as long as they can define it. I told you to be odd, right? So that you become a thing they cannot dis- describe. When you are odd, you are a thing. You, 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 they don't know who you are because you are a new creature. It means you are unprecedented species. Something that never existed before. You are now this thing. Are you getting that? So, therefore, you are a thing. That's why God sent things to you. When Jesus was sent to us, he was a thing also. <laughs> the scripture says you can read it Matthew chapter 1 verse 18 onwards the thing that shall be born of her will be the child of the Holy Ghost Amen. the thing yeah. Amen. so when you are a child of God you must be a thing a thing and if you are not a thing a real thing <laughs> Amen. Amen then the world can explain you Amen. Glory to God. Amen. It says, uh, which things also we speak not in words, which man's wisdom teaches. Not in words. Now, I want you to understand how Paul put it. It's not words. We are not trying to speak to your ears so that you can hear the teaching and learn. No, it's not words which men speak. <laughs> But with the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual meaning, it is an inspiration of the Holy Spirit, bringing to you an information which is solely classified, but is only declassified to spirit. Amen. You can't be transformed with the teachings of men. Or trying to hear man by your natural ear. These things must be understood by the man of the spirit. Listen to what he says here. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit of God. Can I repeat it? The natural man receive uh, not the things of the spirit. For they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them. Because they are spiritually what? You realize, saints, that unless you come to this level of the spirit, your 
Religion is a waste of time. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he is. He himself is judge of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. So we can do what? Instruct him. <laughs> you can guide in the Old Testament, it says, Command me, instruct me. So he spoke to the man who has the spirit of Christ. All right, let me just finish. Uh, uh, Romans chapter 10, quickly, verse 17. So then faith cometh by what? And hearing cometh by what? As faith cometh, so is hearing cometh. I want you to understand that hearing is given, you don't have it, it's given. If God did not give you hearing, you won't hear him. And that's how faith is established. I know I was supposed to start my preaching there, so I'm finishing it there so that I can start it in the future. <laughs> faith cometh by what? Hearing. And hearing? So, meaning, faith comes to you. You don't have it. Hearing comes to you. You don't have it. It means it's given. As Jesus comes, so faith comes. And hearing comes. I want you to understand that. So that's why it's so impossible for you to hear the message. That many people find it difficult to, to, to hear the message, to obey the message, believe the message. Because the message is very strange. Message is the thing. You don't understand it. It's a thing. It's a thing. You won't understand it. Message. That's why it's strange. It's odd. <laughs> I was listening to these people. They say we speak in codes. <laughs> we are codes. The people that message they 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 have codes. They 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 speak with a coded language. It says it's a coded language. When they speak, they only hear what they are saying. <laughs> they say you can just be around there and ask yourself, what is, what is, this, what is this that is exciting them? And this man was angry. Because he wants to understand what the people in the message are saying. <laughs> can you imagine? Saints, let me just tell you. If you do not have a coded language, <laughs> then therefore, I don't know. You realize they said to Peter, but you speak like them. <laughs> there was a certain way he's talking. <laughs> Coded way, you know. And they said, but it's like, you're not one of those guys. Then he started swearing. <laughs> to try to, to change the language. Because it's going to get him into trouble now. You know, when I listen to John Collins' accusations, I find them in Jesus Christ. All of them, almost all of them, I find them in Jesus Christ. How they accused him. And how he was identified. 
And we are identified the same way today. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Blessed be the name of the Lord. So that's why it is quite impossible for a person to hear the things of the Spirit and even understand them. Because they are what? Spiritually discerned. So therefore, when we say spiritually discerned, he say you want to perceive. If you want to perceive, to try to find a way to understand it. You can't do it by your human logic of understanding. You have to come up to the spiritual level. And when you come to the spiritual sphere, in that you will see the things of the spirit and use them to try to grasp what God is saying. Otherwise, you still will not hear. We will be here preaching the gospel and preaching and preaching and preaching. You will say, amen, shower with us. But what we have said would still remain a mystery. That's why many people today, they think, okay, we have been wasting time saying the rapture comes around. It's not coming. That's what happened to Jack Franklin. He joined the Satanists. So he's a Satanist too. He has been all the time. But now, he joins them, or he's beginning to honor them, because he's tired. Here these people have been talking this thing, I'm tired now with this thing. I'm tired. Many people came, they lost hope because it never materialized. The truth is, our approach to the things of the spirit, we have been approaching them by the men of the flesh, and we never got the result. The scripture says you will not get the result. So now I am calling you, I'm inviting you, into the world of the spirit. Into Christ Jesus. Where there is rest. I'm calling you to the oracle saints. In the holy of holies. Where there is no artificial light. But his own Shekinah. Doing a shining to your soul. Bringing you into light. Because we walk not in darkness. We walk in the light. We walk in the light. We walk not in darkness. And the scripture says faith comes by hearing. So. If they say they have faith, which faith? Because if you find it, you must have heard God. So what did God say? Amen? I was listening to a brother, and then he's supposed to tell us, who is the angel to the age? He said, God sent an angel, and then he said, the angel would go there. I wanted a scripture for these things. If you can give me a scripture, God will send an angel and you will go there. God will not send an angel of heaven to teach the people on earth. He that ascended up on high also be what? Is him that descended. How did he descend? He made some apostle, prophet, teachers, pastors and evangelists. Right? Amen. So therefore, it has to be a man of the earth. Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. Have you seen that? So we need to understand. Saints, if God did not shine his light to you this day, you are in darkness. And let me just tell you something that I want to say when I close. The people in the message, many of them are in darkness. And John Collins is coming for them. Because they are not, they are not convicted into the message. They joined the message. 
Their glory is Brother Brennan. It is not the messenger God hid in him. So therefore, when the person you favor now cannot perform to your level of requirement, you will be disappointed. But I tell you, we are here because God told us that it is him. So if you do not understand that, is because he has never revealed himself to you. To them it is not given, but to you it is given. You can stand to your feet. I don't know if you can hear me, saints. I can see me like Amen. Oh, glory to God. Amen. All right. If God gave us more time, saints, we would take more uh, three hour, another three hours and then dwell, <laughs> dwell, dwell into it. Because it's very interesting. When you begin to see these things that happen in the spirit. Now, I'm showing you these things because I'm saying to you, our journey to the rapture does not require <laughs> the flesh. We're saying, saints, the rapture, you, there's a changing of the body, right? When we, when, you know, there's a change of the soul. Transformation, it has to be a mindset. You transform from the things of the flesh. It happens in the spirit first. I want to show you, if Eve was deceived in the spirit first before the flesh could do what? Engage. Amen. So that change, you, 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 you saw that, that, that transition. I was showing you the transition today. It came by a say of somebody. When Jesus said, who, when God said, who told you? It's because there was a transition. This man told God, I have been transformed. Yeah. Then God knew that there has been transition in the spirit. It can't be that this man is transformed. So that's why I'm saying to you, there must be a transition. And then it must be prepared to you clearly in the spirit. Because you need to understand these things that are happening in the spirit so that your approach to God's word is a spiritual approach. No longer the flesh approach. And from that moment on, saints, I tell you there will be certain things that are done on earth. They will gossip you, you will not hear them. They will say a lot of kind of names. They will call you names, you will not hear them because you are not where they are. You have been elevated. Because remember, Eve could not hear with this ears. The reason why you are offended you can hear with this ears is because you hear the gossips. But the ear of the spirit cannot hear those things. Amen. So come up here, the saints. Come to the deep things Amen. of God. So, the Lord bless you, saints. We will we'll continue on that. Shall we pray? I'm not closing the subject, saying it's too much to close. Oh, no, 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 no,
Amen. Hallelujah. No, forgive me. I, I just want to be free when I'm here and then try to uh, break the subject and then take a little bit longer. Amen.